obligation freely that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion or purpose of evasion and that I will well and faithfully discharge and that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which I'm about to enter the duties of the office on which I am about to enter so help me God so help me God Just like that, Judge Amy Coney Barrett becomes Justice Amy Coney Barrett of the Supreme Court. After 30 hours of deliberation and speaking and debate, the Senate did confirm at about 8 p.m. on Monday night in a 52 to 48 vote. Who was the one, who was the one Republican that defected? Oh, so yes, it was almost straight party line votes, uh, but party line would be 53-47. So there was one Republican that defected. Who was that? That would be Susan Collins of Maine. Susan Collins of Maine. And you have to wonder, she, she's in kind of a tight race right now, as are many of the other ones in the Senate. And you got to wonder if there was some sort of mm, understanding between her and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell that said, hey, I support. And, and, you know, if this were not an election year, the, my vote would be yes. But... I am trying to keep my seat, and this is something that my opponent will possibly and effectively use against me. So, I can kind of understand that. But, new justice on the Supreme Court, one that I personally approve of, and no, Roe versus Wade is not on the chopping block. I have lost track of the number of texts that I've gotten from various local Democrat or pro-choice groups asking me to vote for pro-choice candidates, which basically means they want me to vote straight ticket. And I think that's incredibly asinine to do, voting straight ticket. I've never done that in my entire life. This year might be the first time. But prior to this year, I've never done it. And I think it's incredibly dumb because there are people that have good ideas, people that have good 
good things that they want to do on both sides of the aisle and just voting straight ticket, vote blue, vote red, I think is incredibly dumb. So no, not doing it. And again, Roe versus Wade is not on the chopping block. Let me tell you exactly what happens. Let's say somehow there was a, a case that made it to the Supreme Court. And now that uh, the Supreme Court has kind of a 5-3-1 makeup, because it's not 6-3, to three, it's 5-3, to three, and then Ju- uh, Chief Justice Roberts is pretty much a swing vote. He can You never know which way he's going to lean. But let's say it does make it to the Supreme Court. What's going to happen is if if it's overturned, that doesn't necessarily automatically mean that it's illegal. It will become a state's rights issue. And in my opinion, that's where it should have stayed. So congratulations to Justice Amy Coney Barrett. I look forward to seeing what kind of rulings you help create. Hey, a quick housekeeping note. If any of you happen to notice the first segment of Monday's show, the audio was off. I don't know what happened there. I think it was a combination of I was kind of in a rush and didn't quality control. And maybe I had some, I was kind of having some, some, some technical difficulties at the same time. But if you notice that the audio is kind of screwed up, I have gone back and fixed it and it is reposted and online. It should be good to go now. That was the fun segment too. So I was kind of disappointed when I was listening to it later that day, but it should be fixed and good to go now. I appreciate your patience. You are hearing this because the trivia question of the week is a Star Wars trivia question. Not just comic book nerds, Star Wars. So the question is this, and I posted this on Facebook, and I uh, mentioned it in the deep dive that I did in the comic book, uh, Captain America Comics number 2. Posted that on Monday on my YouTube channel. But the question is this. Which Star Wars actor appeared in all nine episodic movies? Which Star Wars actor and which character is he best for which is... Uh, oh, use your words, Jeff. Which character is he best known for? You can also text me the answer. Give me a call. Leave a voicemail. Shoot me a message on, on Facebook. Uh, at the Nerdy Merc. Twitter and Parlor at Nerdy Merc and Instagram Nerdy Merc 79. Which Star Wars actor appeared in all nine episodic movies and which character is he known for? And I tell you what, you get bonus points if you can tell me the runner-up to that question as well. So there it is. There's your trivia for the week. Good luck. Get your booty to the pole, 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 yeah. Did we get your attention? Okay. Uh, so get your booty to the pole.com. This is a bunch of exotic dancers from the Georgia area that have decided to take it upon themselves. They believe it is their civic duty to inform people that they need to get out and vote. They even have uh, links to voter registration and and they 
I'm not 100% sure that I'm going to vote the way that some of these girls want me to vote, but you know what? I am always in favor of pushing people and giving them your, and helping get more people out to vote. If we had, and I say this all the time, if more people voted, we'd have the country we really deserve. So get your booty to the poll.com and get out there and vote. Get your booty to the poll. Get your booty to the poll. Get your booty to the poll. Get, get, get your vote. This is the most consequent, not because I'm running, but because who I'm running against. This is the most consequential election uh, in, a, in a long, long, long time. And the character of the country, in my view, is literally on the ballot. What kind of country we're going to be? Four more years of George, uh, George, uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world. Okay, so he saved himself a little bit there at the end, but. Come on, Joe. Seriously. Not only, it's bad enough that he couldn't remember who he was running against, which is Donald Trump, by the way, not George, uh, George. Uh, but he couldn't even remember the, the, the Bush last name. Come on, man. How, how is it that this guy was able to string three sentences together at a couple of debates now? Oh, wait, 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 wait. He only did good for the first 45 minutes or so on each one. If you can call Joe Biden's performances good. He sounded cogent and coherent for the first 45 minutes or so on each one and then started to lose it. I wonder why that is. You, you also got to wonder if... Actually, I don't even wonder anymore. It's pretty obvious. Biden is a Trojan horse. He is... The media is trying to limp him across the finish line. Oddly enough, I came across some footage where he was asked about this very question, and I want you to hear his response, the way he responds. Listen to... Just listen. The president made the case at the Republican convention that your administration would be a Trojan horse for liberals that... AOC, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren would actually be controlling policy, that this would become the most liberal administration in U.S. history. He'd love to run against them, wouldn't he? Mr. President, you're running against Joe Biden. Joe Biden has a deep, steep, and successful record over a long, long time. Over 47 years. I was in Washington for 47 years. And I got a crime bill passed that locked up black people. What the hell was he doing there? Was he trying to come off as some sort of... I I don't even know how to describe that. That was just creepy. That was creepy as hell. But he was right about one thing. He has a record. He has a very racist record and i don't expect you to take my word for it but we're gonna need a montage it doesn't matter whether or not they're the victims of society the end result is they're about to knock my mother on the head with a lead pipe shoot my sister beat up my wife take on my sons you got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. They will, or a portion of them will, become the predators 15 years from now. 
And Madam President, we have predators on our streets. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. What kind of a chance would a northeastern liberal like Joe Biden stand uh, in the South if you were running in Democratic primaries against Southerners like Mark Warner and uh, John Edwards? And you don't know my state. My state was a slave state. My state is a border state. They're going to put you all back in chains. I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African-American yeah. who is articulate and bright and... And, and clean, nice-looking guy. Who most foreign policy experts around the world say is the most, the wisest man in the Orient. It's a large, mo very identifiable Somali community. I might add, if you ever come to the train station with me, you'll notice that uh, I have great relationships with them because there's an awful lot of driving cabs. An awful lot of Somalis driving cabs. If you ain't black, or excuse me, if you are black and you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. Yeah. There's, let's see, there's typed words and like in print about him talking about the racial jungles, talking about the predators on the streets that are going to be beating his, his wife over the head with a pipe. I mean, is this, this isn't me telling you that Joe Biden is racist. This is Joe Biden in his own words. Some of those words just from earlier this year, telling you that he is racist. You know what? President Trump missed the mark in last week's debate when he said, I am the least racist person in this room. What he should have said was, I am the least racist person on this stage and had his staffers ready to go to release a video montage like what I just showed you or what, what I just had you listen to. On, on his Facebook pages, Twitter, uh, whatever, his, his, his website. He should, that's what he should have done. That was, that was a completely missed opportunity. And speaking of racists, like this segue, this is Chelsea Handler on the virtual Jimmy Fallon show talking about her ex-boyfriend, 50 Cent. Now, remember last week, 50 Cent said he didn't want to become 20 Cent? Well, this was Chelsea Handler's response, and it is ugly. I'm warning you. You heard about my ex-boyfriend, right, 50 Cent, and his support of, of, of uh, Donald Trump? Yeah, what's going on between you? I, I saw your tweets, and I go, wait, what's happening? Because you said he was your favorite ex-boyfriend, and then he... What does he do? He's supporting Trump? He says he doesn't want to pay 62% in taxes, which, by the way, isn't a plan of Joe Biden's. That's, that's, that's a lie. So he doesn't want to pay 62% of taxes because he doesn't want to go from being 50 cents to 20 cents. <laughs> and, I, and I had to remind him that he was a black person, so he can't vote for Donald Trump. And wow. Wow, that is a lot to take in. Okay, first off, uh, yes, 62% is the rate that he would be paying in New York. But... Can can you believe that? Uh, wait, you're a black guy. You can't vote for Trump. Uh, excuse me, Trump, because you're black. What the hell, man? So you're telling me because he's black, he can't have his own opinions, his own thoughts, his own reasons for doing things? Are you are you saying that all black people must think alike? That is a sick and twisted and diseased 
way of thinking. Shame on you, Chelsea Handler. Shame on you. Oh, but wait, because there's more. And that he shouldn't be influencing an entire swath of people who may listen to him because he's worried about his own personal pocketbook. And why shouldn't he be worried about his own personal pocketbook? What is so wrong about wanting to keep the money that you earn? I don't begrudge him for earning the millions or tens of millions or however much he earned producing his music. I don't particularly care for his music, but I don't begrudge him for earning it. And I don't begrudge him for wanting to keep it. I want to keep every tax dollar that I earn. I want to keep every dollar that I earn as well. And I'm going to pay taxes. What's wrong with that? But the worst part of this thing was the fact that she said that he should not be using his influence to sway people. So now you have, okay, look, I, you should be thinking a certain way because of your, of your skin color. There is no diversity of thought here. There is only the way that you should be thinking and the way that you should be voting. And you should shut up and not tell anyone, uh, you know, that, and, and not try to sway anyone's opinions. That is probably one of the most bigoted and racist things I've heard anyone say in a long time. And yet, the Chelsea handlers of this world, that's exactly how they think. They're all about the diversity until, until it, it, it comes to the diversity of thought. Because, because of your skin color, because of where you live, because of the education that you have, you must think a certain way. You must act a certain way. You must vote a certain way. There is no room for diversity of thought. How dare you? How dare you think differently? Just, just go there into a corner, 50 Cent, and be quiet. Don't tell anybody what you're doing, and don't try to influence other people that might be listening to your message or your music. Just shut up and stay on the plantation. Oh, is that too harsh? I don't care. But she's not done. Oh, I haven't heard back from him yet, but I, I am willing to you know, seal the deal in more ways than one if he changes his mind and publicly denounces Donald Trump. I might be willing to go for another spin, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I must say, her lady bits have got to be fire! Because 50 Cent has now come out and denounced Donald Trump. So, good luck, uh, good luck in the bedroom. I bet you he still votes for Trump, though. Just as, as an aside... Jeffrey Epstein was convicted of the sexual impropriety charges with underage girls in 2008 and was released in 2000, late 2009 or early 2010 and had a dinner that was hosted or that was attended by several prominent figures in society, celebrities, politicians, news anchors, what have you. Chelsea Handler was one of those people, so, you know... I wouldn't exactly take my moral guidance from her. Well, that's the end of this segment. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, give me a call, 317-978-NERD. That's 317-978-6373. Or go to Facebook, find me at The Nerdy Merc. Twitter and Parlor at Nerdy Merc. Instagram, Nerdy Merc 79. Or on YouTube, also The Nerdy Merc. Make sure you subscribe, leave reviews, and share, share, share. I greatly appreciate you listening. Stick around for the next segment.